What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Coming to you with the ninth chapter of the book How Rich People Think by Steve Siebold. Turn your ambition into action. You're going to want to stay for the after part because I think I'm going to be a little bit of a bitch. Chapter 9. Middle class believes it's true to be cynical. World class believes it's true to be optimistic. The majority of the population operates from fair-based thinking and embraces the limiting beliefs that cynicism is their safest bet. After all, their fear tells them, if I don't expect much, I won't be disappointed. World-class thinkers rise to riches through an optimistic approach to life and business. They believe everything they touch will turn to gold, and when it doesn't, they believe their next idea will. Optimism is a psychological insulator that keeps them moving forward, no matter how often they fail. Make no mistake, the great ones fail. As a matter of fact, they fail so often that you might label them professional failures. The difference is, when the masses fail, they get depressed and never attempt anything substantial again. When millionaires fail, they shrug it off and move on to their next idea. They understand what failure is, but to them, it looks like a stepping stone to their next success. And because they don't experience the same psychological pain as the masses when they fail, they keep trying a new idea until they strike gold. Their true power rests in their optimism. They have the courage to bypass their ego and get up when they get knocked down. In the early stages before they are rich, their failures earn them jeers and snide remarks from friends, family, and others who see them as foolhardy. When they eventually break through and build their fortunes, These same people called them lucky. While the skeptics search for new ways to explain the shocking success of their friends or relatives, the rich are already on to their next project that promises to make them even wealthier. They've learned to ignore critics who sit on the sidelines and scorn their success, all the while being optimistic that someday they will see the light. Rich Resource The book Financial Basics A Money Management Guide for Students by Susan Knox Critical Thinking Question On a scale of 1 to 7 7 being most optimistic How optimistic are you? 
If you scored less than seven, how much is it costing you? Action step. Make a decision today to become a world-class optimist. There's an interesting quote right before the chapter nine. It says, money is only used for two things. One, it's to make you comfortable. And the more comfortable you are, the more creative you will become. And the other purpose is it enables you to extend the service you provide far beyond your own presence. By Bob Proctor. Now for the witchy part. I was contemplating if I was going to even bother to read from this chapter, from this book. I believe there are 30, 30 chapters. It's funny, I, I, I've never really read ahead in these chapters, and so here it is asking if I'm optimistic or pessimistic, and the funny thing is I'm both. I already kind of had a feeling I was going to lay into whatever message I was going to post up today. I've been watching the Amazon Prime series, Billions, and when you start to get an insight into how the rich really think, <laughs> starts to mess with your head a little bit. One of my favorite lines, I'm in season two. One of my favorite lines that they said in there is that us average people, we will eat anything. We'll F anybody. And we'll sleep. And in my words, anywhere. And then we'll do it all over again tomorrow. Like we're animals. It didn't take me long to realize that there's such a contrast to the people who are out there that are billionaires compared to the rest of us minions. Going about from day to day, settling for less. All the while, these people who are rich and successful are orchestrating their next power play. 
when I think about the contrast between the lifestyle of the billionaires, millionaires, and the black community, it left me, it's leaving me with a bit of a disgusted taste. Because we're stuck in these stupid gender wars. And we give zero Fs about our children. Zero. When I watch it, I see how legacy-driven the contrasts in the communities are. I see people cultivating themselves to be the best against all odds, leaning into their fears. getting knocked down and getting back up again. So cynical that we can't even try to push through the pain one more time for ourselves for our children, (laughs) amoral, no codes. One of the things they say is, one of the most dangerous people is someone who has nothing to lose. And that's where we're at. We have no regard for our women, our children, and for life. When you look at billions, you see that they pay attention to the politics around them. They follow codes. I think we really need to do a 360 of how we view the rich. Yeah, some of them are a little bit, you know, as amoral as we are. May not have all of the high frequency values that (laughs) poor people think they have. But for the rest of them, they care about quality, progress, innovation, knowledge, strategy, power, 
I'm just in a place where I'm just this person talking into a podcast and and it kind of pisses me off that the pillars I used to look up to in the community, the black men, um, tempering if I should even say one of the people I hold in that regard or used to hold in high regard, it's no different than me. It's a pussy. Been doing a lot of talking for 20 years. Speaking into the mic. And after 20 years, just as impotent in power as when they first started. You mean to tell me that we can't make any power plays? We haven't figured out how to create and generate enough capital to make things happen? When I watch life imitating art in the series Billions, there's no black people in there. There's a token. He's a pussy. There's black women in there. Some of them are the right hand in command to the billionaires. Or that one black woman in a power lawyer position. <clears throat> the black man that finally showed up in episode or in season two bodyguards everybody's doing power plays except for the black community because we're stuck on these stupid gender wars we're killing each other out and we're not passing anything on to our children I said it before and I'll say it again we give zero F's about our black children zero And I'm at a point where I'm so fed up that our black leaders, and I'm going to say it especially for the men, I'm burned, I've burned my cape. You start to realize that the same black man that I would listen to and had my allegiance, it's just a mush mouth, mealy mouth, pussy whisper and he'll go and he'll get us all riled up and angry and see the injustices of the system for 20 to 30 years and then you start to realize well yeah you know there's injustices and then what's his tactic Go for the soft target. Smear the black women who are in office. For 20 years. 
and you ain't done shit. No power plays, no politics, hasn't bought nothing, haven't innovated anything. When you watch Billions, you see how people strategically buy land because the land rights give access to resources. You see people making power plays with banks. You see them paying attention to the robotics and the companies that are invested in it. You see people making power plays on oil in other countries. You see people paying to make political power plays. You see people investing in trusts for their children and protecting it at all costs. You see people fighting for their marriages. You see people fighting to make sure that their children inherit the best. I would say if you've been with me for these nine weeks and you really want to know how the rich think and you really want to know how they move, watch Billions. The first episode's a little bit, I'm not going to lie, the first couple of minutes was a little raunchy. So I stopped watching it and I came back during Christmas break. And then you get to peer into the world of how people are appointed into positions of power and how they really make power plays and and how much more you can do when you have money. And I realize how degenerate some communities are. Another quote said, every society deserves the criminal it creates. (laughs) I'm just at a place where I'm tired of the degeneracy the impotence of power in the black community we're so far behind it's not even funny 
the funny thing is I look forward to making my power plays. I really do. I will hope more people will join me. <laughs> <laughs> 